I'm Evan Weeborg with Nebraska Lead Class 38, and I've got the pleasure uh, to sit down here with uh, Lucas, a third-generation farmer here in the state of Monte Grosso. Uh, Lucas, can you tell me a little bit about your guys' operation that you have here? Yeah, all right. Well, first of all, thank you very much for being here. It's a pleasure for me. Um, we actually, we are, I'm a, the third generation that uh, in, on farming here. We work with, most of all, with soybeans, cotton, and corn. And we actually we have a, we raise about 35,000 acres of, land, of farmland, and and half and half between soybean, uh, soybeans and cotton and corn as well. But corn is we, we raise about 4,000 acres. And this year we've been uh, through a year that it's not raining too much. Yeah, it's 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 been a little dry. It's not as bad as on other years we have, but. We've been expecting something around the 70s for soybeans, like 70 bushels per acre. It's not bad at all, but we maybe we would like more. <laughs> a farmer always wants more, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, something that's kind of maybe unique to the area where you farm, there's a lot of double cropping in Brazil, but you do mainly just do the double cropping on the center pivot, which we have behind us, a valley pivot. Uh, but tell me a little bit about that part of your rotation. Okay, so actually we we are able to have two crops in Brazil. Uh, here in this center pivot, we are going to harvest those, those soybeans in, maybe in the next two days, and then we are going to plant cotton afterwards and then by the end of the rainy season we are going to have a very dry season so that's why the, the pivots are there and we are able also to do the second crop on rain fed uh, but we usually do just corn on rain fed uh, land uh, because you know i we think that cotton is not it's kind of i would say dangerous because sometimes the rain stops a little bit earlier than the, we were expecting so it doesn't work too much. Sure, sure. You uh, mentioned that you had recently spent some time in the United States, uh, just studying a little bit with some farmers up in the Minnesota area. Can talk a little bit about kind of what you were able to take away from that experience, yeah. and then what you've kind of brought back to Brazil from that yeah. way. Yeah, actually, I spent uh, four months in in Minnesota. I I went for a internship at the University of Minnesota, and I worked in Lamberton at, at the SW Rock, it's Southwest Research and Outreach Center. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that was a pretty good, it was a pretty good time of the year. I got there by August, so I got the whole the whole harvest, and we, it was very interesting because about the information that we could sweep between me and the, the, the American farmers, and it was a great period, you know, I saw what, because we, we hear a lot that in U.S., everything is like beautiful for the farmers. They don't have problems. <laughs> the government help them, and that's not true. You, know, sure. you have your difficulties, like we do have here. So it was a great period to talk about, like, like logistics. That in Brazil, it's a, it's a very, you know, it's a very hard thing. That in U.S., it works better. You know, but the the, the challenges are different. So that was good to talk about the different kind of challenges we have. Great. And the final thing I'll ask you, I, I've got a cattle background myself, so you also mentioned a little bit that you guys do raise some cattle. Yeah. It's not necessarily the biggest part of your operation, but just speak a little bit about kind of what your guys' uh, focus is on the cattle side. Yeah, okay. So in cattle, we have another farm that we we have the, the actually the cows and the calf, and then after we take the, the calf uh, from the cows, we take to the we bring it to this farm, and we 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 do it something that in Portuguese, in like in, in translation, we call industrial crossing. 
okay. that we we have the Nilari um, cows and Angus uh, the Simi. So we call it, and it becomes like a, it becomes an Angus. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, it grows a lot. It gets really heavy, and but the thing is, here for an Angus, it's too way too high. So it doesn't work. And Nilari, it's a little bit lighter. Yep. But it's very like uh, it's, you know it's very strong and tough. So when we we cross both, it became very interesting. Yeah, it became very interesting, and we are able to do something like new west do. Like you get you kill it about 18, 17 months. Right. Old, right. So. Well, thank you very much for yeah, kind of sharing you. some of your experience and bringing us all around uh, your operation here. And I uh, appreciate it yeah, and looking you. forward to more of the visit. Much. Pleasure. Thank you. And that's uh, Evan Weeborg signing off here with this visit uh, here in Monte Grosso. Uh, sending up.